This is Unfiltered, episode 300 for April 6th, 2020. That's right. You, you hear that bell? You hear my voice? You hear that sound? It's time again for Unfilter. That's right. Talking about and watching all the news that you really shouldn't be. We're live right now recording this episode right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Unfilter. You can also head on over to unfilter.show if you want to subscribe to the podcast that is back my name is Chase Nunes, and there's Chris Fisher right over that virtual table. Hey, Chris. Mm, hello, buddy. Good hey, to man. talk to you. Ah, uh, you know what? I, I am extending my virtual arms out right now. I'm not trying to touch your face, but what? You know what? Sorry, Jeez. I can't. We're, we I have just to be. Can't. I just can't. <laughs> it's good to talk to you. It's yeah, you know man. we've been streaming for about an hour. Messing around with stuff on the Don't, live stream. See, see, you just you just ruined the illusion. Oh, my you're right, you're, right. Oh, it's all live. So, it's all happening right now. Right. No, no. See, th- they're not supposed to know about that. See, this is the download part. This is the part that's all nice and polished and and sounds oh, yeah. and looks great. Remember, yeah. I'm the I'm giving the production advisement on this show right now. Right, right. Yes. Um. This is but this is 300. It's going to be a celebration. In fact, I'll even admit to uh, having a little drink before the show. Yeah, I don't yeah, normally same, do this show way. after having a drink. Where, where did you? Uh, where did your drink originate from? Is it a local? Is it a? Uh, is it a, a national brand? Is it a Corona? It was a. It was. It was a self-made drink because I'm now literally like digging through the cupboards looking You're for making something. Your own alcohol? Is that what you just said? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, I think this was vodka we picked up in Oregon, and we okay. just had okay. it sitting around for a while. So some from some from one of those uh, small uh, local distilleries. Small batch, Chase. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. know that. I recently, I was recently in Oregon and kind of got like um, stranded for a little bit. Do you remember the name bit. of the place? Do you remember the name? Lava Cast Mountains. Yeah, give them a plug. Yeah, right there. I just did. Plug excuse yeah. for Lava Cast right there. Yeah. So I figured since uh, we're just having a celebration, you know, it's good to get back together with you for a bit. That's I right. Th- this is the first time since the return. Officially. That yeah. people have heard my voice. Mm. Unless they've, you know. <clears throat> Do I sound lighter? Well, or <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You've lost right. a human since the last time we've done a show. So. I, 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 well, I, yeah, I've lost it, but I, I don't want to find it again. It, no, it can stay. It can stay away. That's true. I guess. Yeah, that's right. You've abandoned a human. Is really what it is. I, oh, that's even worse, man. That's well, I was, I, that's just trying that's, to be, ter- that's even worse. I'm just trying to be accurate. Someone's gonna clip that. Someone's gonna go. Yep, Chase abandoned a human. We're just saying. And 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 then it's gonna get out on the internet. And you know what's gonna happen. Someone's going to tweet at Devin Nunes about it, and there <laughs> that, goes my life. That's who I thought I was getting on the show tonight, actually. I, I, don't, know, I don't know how you got here. I, I thought I was getting- I'm not, <laughs> I'm not standing in front of a tractor. <laughs> I am not standing in front of a tractor behind me. I sent an invite to at Nunes. I ended up with this guy. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I sound better than he does. That's true. That's true. You do have a better I will. I will give you that. I mean, I may not have the R at the end of my name, <laughs> but- you know, only yeah, I, I can make that joke, by the way. So what do you say? Like, uh, we catch up on a few things. We cover Sounds a little good. current news, play a few clips. 
Uh, I think there's something that happened today that is sort of the elephant in the room that we should start with. Boris Johnson has been admitted to the intensive care unit. And this really started on Sunday when it was like no big deal. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, just out of abundance of precaution. Breaking developments overseas after revealing he tested positive for coronavirus. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is now in the hospital. The news coming shortly after a rare address from the Queen. ABC's Maggie Rooley is in London. Tonight, Boris Johnson hospitalized on doctor's orders, 10 days after testing positive for coronavirus. The British Prime Minister had been working from home. I still have a temperature, and so in accordance with government advice, I must continue uh, my self-isolation until uh, that symptom itself goes. But no big deal, right? No big deal. Yeah, you know, and, and, and right now he's he's getting out a positive word. It's it's all right. Yeah. Everybody. Hey, look, I'm, I'm doing the politician thing showing you I'm doing OK. Actually, what was weird, too, is even two hours before they announced he was admitted to the ICU, he had tweeted or something. There was a he, yeah. had, he had released a statement, but uh, that all changed well, pretty quickly. I was going to say that's the scary part of of the the infection yeah. of this virus is that you know you feel good day or two that's been reported and all of a sudden boom boom I know it's very yeah. quick it happens very quickly and you go from yeah. feeling uh, like I'm going to beat this thing for some people to actually being in a pretty serious situation and yeah. it seems like when you go in for the ventilators like when you get to the ventilator stage that's pretty bad so this comes out today because if you do have a ventilator what are your chances and I just hope that hydroxychloroquine wins, coupled with perhaps the Z-Pack, as we call it, dependent totally on your doctors and the doctors there. Because you know the answer to that question. If you do have the ventilator, you know the answer to that question. And I hate giving the answer. So I don't want to get them there. I don't want to get them there. Uh, There's a possibility, a possibility. And I say it. What do you have to lose? I'll say it again. What do you have to lose? He just won't let it go. He wow. won't let it go. And but it doesn't. How does that make you feel, man? It, I mean, that to hear that gets this whole clip gets super weird. I'm going to play the rest of it for you because it just the whole thing gets weirder. Take it. I really think they should take it. But it's their choice, and it's their doctor's choice or the doctors in the hospital. But hydroxychloroquine. Try it. If you'd like the other All right. thing. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can't let him. All right. I know. I know. All right. You know, what a, what a, what a starter, you know, here we are, Chris, you know, we're getting back. We're friendly. We're feeling really good. We're feeling warm. Some people may forget, you know, my perspective on these things. I mean, for, uh, forget your perspective on these things, but how is that normal? I mean, what president, I mean, has gone out and been very specific about this medication and just, just try it, just try it. It's like, who, he's not a doctor. Where did he get his medical degree from? I mean, I mean, no experts are coming out and saying this. I actually, wasn't it Fauci who actually said that there has been no really proven scientific Correct. study yes. yet on yes. this? So, uh, Doesn't I've been that make looking, you feel weird? I've been looking into, like, where is he it's getting weird. this information? And it appears there's uh, two different sources from the industry that are advising him, as well as Jared Kushner, that seem to be indicating this is a way to go. Now, you're wondering, why is he saying this? And listen to the way he's even saying it. I'll play just back up a second. Oracle, right. try it, if you'd like. The other thing, if you have a heart condition, I understand, probably you stay away from the z 
but that's an antibiotic. It can clean out the lungs. You hear the way he's talking? Do you hear the way he's talking? Yeah. 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 He's freaking out about this. Well, part of it, part of it too, though, is I think he's trying to strike a, and I believe he's probably picked up on this, a calmer tone, not as uh, attacking and trying to, you know, trying to be consoling. In, a, in his way, it, that's what I feel like sometimes when he tries to bring down his voice and he tries to be calmly talking, but he's sounding like this drug pusher. <laughs> he's sounding like this, like, and I know he's from New York and a lot of it is because of his accent and, and how he talks. And a lot of people forget that, you know, being from the New York area, you have this cadence, you have this way you talk to people and right. things like that. Yep. And here he is. You hear, you, know, it with, uh, you hear it with Kuman too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kumo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Como. And so, yeah, Como. And so, you know, when he lowers his voice and the way he talks about that, he goes, you know, I'm, you're going to want this medication. You want this stuff. It, it, feels, it feels very odd. And obviously, yeah. there's already been reports about Co- uh, his former attorney, uh, Michael Cohen, and, you know, how this, this drug company arranged, a, a, you know, a visit or a conversation. I don't remember the specifics. I don't have them in front of me at the, at the present. But Yeah, but you're on the right track. Yeah, it's 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 a fascinating situation yeah. that we're seeing happen in real time. All right, so I got two I got two different takes for you. So this is this is my word. All right, okay. Uh, All right. So take one is now this is a complicated one, so I'm going to try to make it quick. All right, all right. I'll well, try to refine it, some if, of it's too, if it's too complicated, no. it can sound baconish. So no, you okay. Be careful about so that. Take one, and this goes all the way back to something I told you before the election in 2016. I said to you. If Trump wins, then we have to consider that he's not a madman, but he's actually very strategic. And he he is very aware of what he's saying. Now, I don't mean that in the day-to-day like he bumbles around during a speech, but I think he drops things. Like, I'll give you an example. Do you notice recently how when they announced the advisory to wear the masks, Trump six times, I counted, six times said, but I'm not going to wear the mask? Did you notice that? Well, right, because I because th- I I think probably I hate throwing qualification statements. I think probably maybe perhaps he had somebody tell him, President, you really should be wearing a mask all the time, and everybody around him, and he obviously doesn't like that very much. So he's trying to come out. Well, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But you should do it. Here's my so this is my thought technology I'm using for this one. All right, I think. Trump is very aware of what he's signaling. He's signaling to his supporters that it's not a big deal. You don't need to do it. Oh, yeah. Now, why? Sure. I'll tell you why. They don't want the public to make a run on the medical masks because their professionals need them. Well, there already is no masks. There's no masks now. Right. So if you go to the public and the president says, everybody wear a mask, and you see a picture of Trump with a mask, all the Trump supporters are going to run out and buy masks. It's so much more simpler than that. I, I think you might have missed it. Remember the CDC a couple of weeks ago came out and said, don't go get masks. They don't, they're not helpful. Yeah. They, they reserve them for the medical personnel because if you're not sick, you shouldn't be wearing a mask. And they actually tweeted about that and they said, don't do it. Don't, don't even bother doing it. And so if they come out and like blatantly say straight up and say, you know what, maybe it's a good idea that you have something over your face now, it will come out to them or to the world or to the public that, oh, look, straight up, they don't know anything. CDC's going one thing, and now they're saying something else. And they don't want any solid proof. Mm, could to, be that. To, you're right. Just you that know, they don't want to look like look, fools. 
Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. They're just so, trying to save face. Here's where I'm going with this, though. I think Trump is essentially signaling. Essentially, uh, uh, he is very aware of what he's saying in the sense that he knows his supporters are going to internalize the things that he says. So when he says, uh, let's try ZPAC and let's try these different things because the ventilators are not a solution. I think he I think the president has seen the data around people using ventilators and it's bad. And the only shop I have seen talking about this is NPR. So I don't know where he gets his information, but I've seen NPR talking now, about it. Now, do you mean like not enough ventilators or the functionality of what they had? Yes. I've, I've, I've heard both. <laughs> yes. I mean both. And so so, so, they're, so they're obviously trying to push a medical solution that is either A, untested, B, unproven, or C, somebody has a financial stake in. It could be all three. I think it's all three. And I think his perspective is they're dying anyways. So let's try this. That is so cryptic. It's because I mean, it's because they they had. I mean, right? I mean, obviously they they've known about this situation long before now. And and I guess the ultimate question is uh, maybe they honestly thought that it wasn't going to play out to this nth degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why? This is one of those situations that you know the president had every ability to. And I know a lot of people are going to get on me for this, but. You know, he had every opportunity to be at the ready on this. Yeah. So I, what happened? I don't think Why? they thought it. I don't think they thought it would be as bad as it is. That's. I guess that's the only the only explanation. Yeah. Because I have like last deal? episode, I played clips of yeah. Fauci in January saying, "Ah, oh, no, don't worry about it. You know, be more concerned yeah. about the flu." And then in February, I have you know, there's clips of Nancy Pelosi. She's down in Chinatown telling everybody to come on down, come on down. Yeah. It's great. I mean, yeah. I don't think they just thought it was going to be this bad. But here's where I'm going with the ventilators. So I'll, I want to yeah. play the rest of this clip. Listen to, especially the end. What he at the end says about ventilators is huge. Lungs are a point of attack for this horrible virus. But when you have a ventilator, don't ask the answer because I hate it. If you have it and it's working beautifully, I don't like the answer because it's not a very high percentage. So I want to keep them out of ventilators. I want to keep them if if this drug works. Wait, that doesn't make any sense what he just said. If it's working, if it's working beautifully, I don't want that. No, here's what he means. He's not he's speaking very cryptically again. So when the ventilators are working at their best, they're still right. they're still doing damage to people's lungs. Um and this is what I was I was getting to this about NPR. I just don't have links to it. I didn't grab any clips, but NPR ran a report that uh, a growing number of doctors think that the respirators and or sorry, the ventilators, the ventilators are set at too high of a pressure and they're actually doing oh, extreme damage to the lungs. I and see. so I see. So, so, what he, so is he trying to, 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 to basically say, well, don't bother with the ventilators. Just use this medication. This is pretty much your only hope. I is think that, so. Here, is listen, that the message? Listen yeah, a bit okay. more. It's almost done. And then what he says right. at the end is about 30 seconds left. What he says at the end, uh, I mean, I've never heard a president say this before. I don't like the answer because it's not a very high percentage. So I want to keep them out of ventilators. I want to keep them. If we, if this drug works, it will be not a game changer because that's not a nice enough term. It will be wonderful. It'll be so beautiful. It'll be a gift from heaven. Not this. If it works. Wait for because it. Because when people go into those ventilators, you know the answers. 
I know the answers, and I'm glad you don't write about it. Uh, Mike, please. Did you hear that at the end? Did you hear what he said at the end? Mike, please. No, I'm glad no. you don't write about it. You don't. You don't write about the death. The, you don't the, write the about ventilators. the bad. Yeah, the problem with the ventilators is they're not. They're not. <laughs> that's what he says at the end. I'll play it again. He said, "I'm glad wow. you don't write about it." Yeah. Ventilators. Wow. You know the answers. I know the answers, and I'm glad you don't write about it. Uh, Mike, please. Hey, I'm glad you don't write about it. Hey, can Mike, you, come on up and say a few words. Please. Can you believe that? Can you believe wow. that? Wow. Holy crap. That's 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 our president. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's really bad. I'm glad you don't write that, about it. How, I mean, I, I want somebody to tell me, you know, you know, maybe someone's going to say, well, that maybe it's not the president's job. Maybe it's not the president's job to be the consular in chief or to be a president for all Americans or whatever. But man, that doesn't make me feel good at all. It's like, man, you do you want me to vote for you? That doesn't feel like you do. You I'll give want you me a, to die. That's I, what it feels like. I've watched every one of these, wow. except for like two of these press conferences. And, and, and my takeaway from every single one of them is he has really good moments. Yeah. And then he has moments like that where I'm like, wow. Uh, but at the same time, here's, a, here's a, I think, an alternative way to think about that. An right. alternative way to think about that is... He can't help himself. He reveals information that the public should know. He just can't help himself but put it out there. And there's a there is a group, I think a very large group of voters who are sick and tired of politicians like Mike Pence who just put up shields every time they come up on microphone. Like when Mike Pence stops steps up, it's like, "Oh, the professional speaking now." Shields up and nothing cracks the man. But when Trump's talking, it's like he leaks information constantly that the American public wants to know about. And I think people, some of them, voted for him because, in a way, it's like they get a man who can't tell a lie. Like, he can lie, but you can tell. Right. Yeah. Wow. It's a strange I, thing. I mean, I mean it's, it's a strange thing. I mean, obviously, the daily press conferences have been, been a strange thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that been, that's been interesting to watch. Um, <laughs> but... But man, I it's just hearing that does not strike no. confidence basically in, in, our, in anything. Here's where I was going though. It's though. a scary if, confidence. Yeah. And if you end up on a ventilator, you're in a really bad situation, which is where Boris Johnson is going. Which is something Well, that, well first first off, you know, as much as, you know, politically some people may not like Boris at all, you know, I don't wish ill will on on I mean, even if I d- disagree with our presidents, and I have, you know, with Obama, I've disagreed with some things that he's done. I've disagreed with a lot of Trump. Uh, I don't. Hello, it, everybody. I don't personally, as a human being, uh, you know, want ill will on anybody, like, like to, to a you know, physical harm. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, I may disagree with you politically, and you may be a terrible person, but I don't want you dead or anything like that. And Boris, man. That would that sucks, man, because he's he's been quite a character. He's a you know he's been crazy, <laughs> and you know he's got the hair, and you know and yeah, man. yeah, he does got the hair. More than Damn. that, I think it would just be a really a uh, hell of a thing to watch a nation uh, go through. Um, because here in the states, like what we have is well, we have Chris Cuomo, and that's that's kind yeah. of it, right? And yeah. and you have the late night shows. Oh, we got to talk about this. I got oh, a clip yes. about this. Yes, we, yes, the we, late we, night shows. Yes, yes. we need to All talk right. about right. this. Okay. Yes, here we go. Before we do anything this hour. We want to check in with uh, Chris. How you doing, Chris? Hey, yeah, how you I'm feeling? Doing, I'm, I'm doing well. The beast comes at night. You know, as we know, the healthcare workers uh, have taken to calling the virus the beast. Uh, I understand why. My fever has gone up a couple of degrees in like the last 30 minutes. Nights are tough. 
and I've learned something that I didn't know before. Uh, it is responsible journalism to say that 80% of people who get this uh, statistically wind up okay, meaning they don't go to the hospital, they get through it. It is not humanly responsible, uh, though, from an ethical perspective. Now that I'm one of the anointed and these people reach out to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, one of the anointed. He is milking this. I mean, I hate to say uh, it, but he is milking this. Yeah, well, well, him with CNN helping him, uh, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, that. I mean, I mean, but to be, to be fair, I mean, you know, we're, we're seeing this happen everywhere, you know, where you know, you know, we got reporters reporting from home, you know, he's reporting from home. I, I guess it is, it is kind of, uh, you know, improvisational, you know, they're trying to get the story, but at the same time, it's like, they're all playing podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jimmy well, Fallon was the first. Yeah. He's holding up a piece of paper. Hi guys. Uh, this is Jimmy Fallon and this is the, uh, tonight show home edition, I guess you can call it. I, we really don't. Why is their audio so, so bad? Well, this is what I I've been trying to understand. Okay, so we obviously had a feeling that this was coming, and I I can tell you, uh, and uh, once again, a lot of people may not realize. You know, one of the things I do in my day job is is I am a an engineer for a local TV station in the Seattle area. You can figure out who it is if you dig a little bit. But in any event, we had a feeling that something like this was going to occur, and so you know where reporters were possibly having to lock down in place. And so what we did is was responsible. We got ready. You know, we we got people prepped and we had applications installed and VPNs set up and all these things ready to go as contingency with the God forbid situation where someone might be locked in place. And these talk show stars have vast budgets. I mean, way beyond what Chris and I could ever dream of. And they come out with this iPhone grainy, bad audio sounding. And I just try to wonder why are they trying to like act yep. like, hey, I'm cool and I'm hip to try to relate to their uh, audience or or what? I mean, I, I think it's that I think it's very much that because they could have prepared. They could have been ready. Here's the thing. They got lights. They got a camera yeah. and they got a prompter. And it doesn't. I mean, I, I was telling people on Twitter that I could literally set up a live view, shipped a camera, drop shipped, and I could have told, all right, Jimmy, take that cable that I pre-labeled, plug it into this port, okay? And you can use video chat, and I could be like, walk you through, set up your lighting, and help you out. Or we can maintain that you know 50,000 feet distance, and I can come to your house, set up your equipment, and then leave. There was nothing preventing that from occurring. Yeah. Uh, people could have set this up ahead of time. And so that's why I wonder... They're but obviously it, trying to play to a message. Yeah, of like, I, yeah. I'm I thought. In it with see, you. to me, I was thinking it's like, oh, they want to be hip. They want to be podcasters. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But then yeah. it really, it really infected all of the news. Uh, uh, every every week, I was tossing five or six clips just because the content was good, but the audio quality was so bad, I wouldn't run it in the show. It was like just horrible. CNBC is uh, is been a it's been a really pain point for me right right now because they have really good information on the economy but their reporters are like using their iMac and Mac Pro microphones built in and and, and, and this is where you know I and this is what bothers me as a as a quality engineer and it, you know what I mean by quality engineer is you know I'm I'm obsessed with it like you know like I try to do the best that we can with the materials that we have and 
when when you see you know reporters, it's like, what can we do to make it better? What, uh, you know, what what would we have to work with? And I feel like none of that planning ever took place with some of these things that you see on TV. Our, our local stations have been kicking ass, and it's been great to see. But seeing like national like outfits, like national, it's like what? Why? It's like, and that makes me wonder either are they are they cutting too many key positions and and don't fund those positions or 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 do they feel like maybe people don't care? I mean, maybe Chris, you and I, we just our eye for quality is too much. <laughs> we and, expect and too much, Chase. We expect too much, and and so what happens is they feel like, oh, this is just good enough. Maybe they feel like for their audience that that's good enough. Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. I think it is it is just it is a symptom of dysfunction of organizations. You're right. Like they just can't make it work. Like they can't execute on something as simple as it should be. Uh but it is made for really awkward viewing to to see them try to respond to it, uh to watch things like the view basically over Zoom. It's pretty horrible actually. Yeah. I mean there, there are. I, I will. I will be fair. There are some outlets that I believe that are doing a very good job in their uh, presentation of their shows that they haven't been able to normally do. For example, John Oliver, I believe, has had a great presentation. He, now they, it's they, better. When he started, it was like so painful every time he was missing right. the audience reaction. Right. That part's painful, but I'm just talking based on video production value and audio. You know, I'm, I'm talking from a technical right. perspective, he not necessarily went, from a content perspective. He went to a remote studio, Chase. Well, yeah. Why don't they all do that? You know as well as I do that the, that they there are office buildings all around America yes, that yes. are completely nondescript that you show up to and they have a television screen, a huge screen, yeah. a camera, oh, yeah. and you can have a yeah. remote studio. Yes. Yes. But because uh, but 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 at the same time, and I and I totally get this too. They they want to be you know they they're they're trying to follow through whether it's because of they personally believe that it's the right thing to do or they're trying to have that <clears throat> image that it's the right thing to do. Either way, yeah. either way, yeah. that's why they're doing it from home. But even doing it from home, you can like I said, you can get a better quality camera. You can get a better quality mouse or mouse mic. There there are things and a mouse too. Why, why not? There are things you can do uh, that are on the cheap that, by the way, could have been prepped ahead of time. So, Chase, as you know, a, just, it is what it is. As an industry professional who has yeah. experience in, in both the equipment side, but also in the streaming side and in the technology side, do you think, all things being equal, the most logical and the most simple explanation is, is that these large corporations, not the individual anchors, but these large corporations are virtue signaling? Ooh, possibly, possibly. I mean, the the, the one thing that that is, and this is one of those things that we all, all of us, even outside the confines of the show, this virus is, has changed and will change the way and future way that we work, one hundred percent. I mean, you don't have to put it in a red book. It's it's going to happen, and so, and you're going to see it across many different industry uh, where you know before where. You know, maybe you could do an in-person meeting. Now, maybe you don't do it anymore. When it comes to news gathering, you probably, yeah, of course, might see the still studio shot. But now these big media companies can see, well, wow, we can get our content delivered I wonder. in a cheaper way. I, I, mean, I wonder. They should, in a way, they should just, they could really just invest a little bit more in equipment and setup, yeah. and they could really, they could dial it in. I mean, I mean, look at it this, let's, let's pick... Let's pick uh let's pick San Francisco, California, for example. I don't want to pick a city in our area, you or you or I. 
And let's say you are you are a TV station in San Francisco, and you've been in business for 50 years, and you have 20 reporters. I know you probably have more. But let's say you have 20 reporters, and you you spread them out everywhere. Well, right now, those reporters, they all go out in those, those, those areas and their beats, and they come back to the station, and then they edit, and they bring their video back to editors, and they do all this stuff. And they... And they, and they do maybe some hybrid stuff out in the field and back in the station. But but now what if you don't even have to do that? You can just, you can be on your beat away from the station. Maybe have your home, uh, you know, get a little space, a green screen painted up on your wall like right? a Twitch streamer. You know, <laughs> I'm dead serious. And so yeah. now that the internet infrastructure has gotten better and, you know, we have 5G that is is being rolled out where the latency times are low enough where you can do, you know, 4K video over. I mean, we're going to have game changers and, you know, there, there's going to be, I mean, uh, you know, you know, people are going to be doing their, uh, a lot more people are doing a home podcast and, you know, doing what we're doing. I feel like uh, we got to, I don't know. I want to, I want to make calls too on what it's going to be like, but I feel like if we do it too soon, we'll be like Bush on the, on the aircraft carrier in front of the mission. Oh yeah. Mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Fair enough. Um, What do you think? Okay. I want to play this clip. This is uh, from Al Jazeera and this is on the idea of. The world agreeing on an immunity passport. The coronavirus has transformed the world, where empty streets and shuttered businesses are the norm, and billions are under lockdown. But researchers around the world are developing tests and conducting clinical studies to explore if people who have been infected and cured are no longer at risk. The aim is to eventually allow people to go back to normal life. The idea behind this is that if people get immune through natural infection, they would have a similar situation to someone having received a vaccination. And we could use uh, antibody tests as soon as proper antibody tests become available. We could use antibody tests to document that immunity exists. Britain, which is struggling to speed up testing, has floated the idea of a so-called immunity passport, a certificate for those who have recovered and declared immune to the virus. What do you think of this idea? I don't like it. I don't like it. Bill Gates is a big fan. I don't like it at all. I mean, I mean, I mean, right now, obviously, I think, you know, for for going into school, I guess, you know, they, they have immunity records, you know, before you can, you know, attend public school, I guess. But to to be able to freely travel and now and now you have to prove that oh yeah I'm immune or yeah I've gotten it or I've had the vaccine I mean where does that stop uh, that really kind of throws in the face of uh, the freedom of movement when you need to have a document the that proves you're immune I mean and and the other thing too is we really don't know anything about this disease yet to be blunt I mean I know we're we're crunching and we're we're learning every day and sure. so much information and details but I mean, the argument I mean, I just, is, Chase, is that it's a work. worldwide economy now and everyone's health care matters. And if China can't keep it under control and Italy can't keep it under control in the United States, it affects all of our economies now. And so to protect jobs, to protect wealth, we have to have it. <laughs> That's this, the argument. This, this is—is is this the whole chicken and egg argument or the whole what's more important, business or people arguments? I mean— <laughs> I mean, gosh, I mean, I know. I, I know. I, that, that, that's, that's a scary situation. Bill Gates thinks what you could do is just get a micro tattoo dot under your skin kind of a thing. And that of would just be something they could read. This is now starting to sound like a Black Mirror episode. 
That's true. That, um, that now, now we're going there. You want some good news? Yeah. Oh, right. you know what? You know what? Yeah, E five IW in the chat room. I, you know, maybe I should have used the clip. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> I got that for you. I'm not yeah, going to dignify that with an answer. All right. Here's a little bit of good news coming out of New York City. The, on the numbers, the number continues to increase. We're up to uh, 8,658 new cases. All right. This part isn't good, but he's getting there. Uh, overall, we have 130,000 people who tested positive, 16,000 people in our hospital system, 13,000 people have been discharged. Number of deaths uh, are up once again, number of people we lost, number of New Yorkers, 4,758, which is up from 159, but which is effectively flat for two days. While none of this is good news, uh, the flattening, possible flattening of the curve is uh, better than the increases that we have seen. New York is still far and away the most impacted state. It's good to see that that number is slowing. It's also yeah, slowing in Italy. I, but I have a problem with this. Uh-oh. And the, and the only problem that I have with this is there is a long period of time. And I, by the way, I'm not an expert. I'm not going to play an expert on TV. And obviously, if the information that I have in front of me is not quite accurate, I mean, granted, I'm going to government websites and trying to find, well, it's government for what it's worth. But that being said, I, I feel like with the population density of New York, I mean, you, you the more people you test, the more data you're going to get in. And how are they? How many people are they testing on a daily basis versus the population? True, true, true. But he's just talking and, deaths in this case. No, no, I know. But I mean, the interesting thing is, I guess what it's just based on hospitalization numbers. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the ones that die in hospitals. I mean, obviously, you know, people, some people who are becoming infected, maybe think that they have the flu, but they are able to get through it, and it never gets reported, or it never actually gets uh, tested for. You know, so. Unless people are officially getting tested and more people are getting tested, are we really going to know the true numbers? Right. Yeah. Uh, there's one other story that just came out recently that yeah. uh, this is like the last COVID story I have for the day. But how about this? This seems like it should be a really big deal, but we're just sort of nonchalantly covering this. In fact, this was probably the most official coverage I could find of this. As New York City approaches the apex of infection, some of its animal residents now dealing with COVID-19. A four-year-old Malayan tiger named Nadia at the Bronx Zoo testing positive. We were surprised, of course, because this is the first time a person has naturally infected an animal and an animal has gotten sick. The zoo's chief veterinarian, Dr. Paul Kelly, explaining that the problem is worse than expected. The tiger infecting four other tigers and lions. The- are you are you hearing this? I'm hearing this. And, you know, when you hear a story like this, first off, I wish there was more information. Like, first this is... I mean, for, let, let me let me uh, go ahead and finish the. No, clip. no, no. I, I was just resetting it. You're fine. No, no. Well, actually, I wanted you to finish the clip because I was wondering if they're going to give any kind of like hard like, are they going to say something along the lines of, "Now, for those who have cats at home, don't worry. No, no. Your home cats are going to be okay." No, no. I mean, if there's I, anything you want to really freak out people, all right, let's it, add pets into it now. First let's of add all, that in. two things. First of all, first thing, 
Um, Plus the Tiger King thing too. Yes, thanks. Uh, yes. Yeah, actually, you know, Thank great you. point. Great point. What are the chances when Tiger uh, King is as big as it is? This happens. What is it? I mean, I'm not well, trying to like fry bacon here, but this, the, the tigers have what? a cough and then Why they would, test positive for COVID. Maybe that well, just yeah. tells us the testing isn't that good. Well, that's another point too, right? I mean, I, I guess the ultimate question is: first off, I I don't think they need to push Tiger. What was that show again? Tiger, Tiger King, Tiger King. I mean, why do they really need to push the show? First off, that was a I think a CBS story, and Tiger King's a Netflix thing. So there are there there's several CBS had the the most uh, CBS had the most low low key coverage of it, where they're like, here's something you're talking about today. But uh, believe it or not, this one I grabbed from ABC World News, which has got no investment in Netflix. So, well. I, I have to say, though, that when you when you have a story like that, the first thing people think about when it comes to animals that are especially tigers right. and stuff like that is their home animals, is their home pets. Right. And and so now, you know, if if I got sick, for example, or my wife got sick. They're now now our house is going to go into like DEFCON three because we have two cats, you know, and. You know, obviously, we have no detail or information. I thought at first they said uh, that the disease couldn't be transferred between us. And now this one case, people are going to freak out. <laughs> and then the tiger got other cats sick. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to laugh, well, but it's but just absurd. Of course they do. Well, I mean, I mean, you, we've already heard the science on, on like you know, the tiny droplets, you know. And, and but ha- I mean, how, how I'm, I'm just not buying that it's COVID-19. I don't know. Maybe it is. But Well, did they say in the story... Was it COVID nineteen? Yes. Did they say? Did they yes. say? So they said COVID nineteen. Yeah, let me go back. I cells uh, <laughs> that left the virus in New York City approaches the apex of infection. Some of its animal residents now dealing with COVID nineteen. <laughs> so COVID nineteen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's really something. Wow. I mean, you know, I just don't know what to make of that. But that's the weirdest. That's so far the weirdest COVID story. But but here's the thing that they 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 need to explain, and the, and they didn't explain. Do animals like tigers that get COVID nineteen get the same exact symptoms that a human would? They just shrug it off. Well, that's that's that's, that's terrible. That's a terrible like, story because here's, here's an example. Oh, yeah, here's an example that's of terrible. CBS. But while we're working from home, we're checking out a few stories we think you'll be talking about, <laughs> yeah. including this. A tiger at the Bronx Zoo here in New York has tested positive for coronavirus. The four-year-old Malayan tiger named Nadia is believed to be the first case of an animal infected with the illness in the United States. Zoo officials say Nadia and six other big cats developed a dry cough. So, uh, by the way... Whoa, 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 you... Yeah, dry cough. And I'm gonna play else? back. I'm gonna play it back. Oh. So before we get to that, I just had to make a production note. This oh. is a, he, there's a tracking shot. He walks into frame yeah, and walks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So is is there a cameraman there? So I mean, I right. know they could automate that. Well, I, I'm a little I'm on a little bit of a delay, so I'll need to watch it again if you if you queue it up. Oh, but basically, what, what I'm what I'm wondering is if he if they're using a 4K camera, that looks like is that a manual pan? It, I mean, it's not even perfect. It's not it's, digital. Yeah, it looks like a manual pan to me. Well, if the, yeah, well, you see is, how it overshoots right there at the end. Of, yeah, it's a manual pan. All right, so Although it stops you know, right on a dime. Yeah, so you know what I think? I think it's a remote controlled camera. 
We we have those at work. I okay. mean, there are right. remote control. I'll allow it. I mean, I'll allow it. All yeah, right. So. <laughs> So section uh, objection. Uh, I just I just thought it'd be funny if there was if there was a some, a cameraman in there that was uh, you know social distancing with him. Yeah, three you feet know, away. a producer Matt in the chat is right. Could be his partner. Yeah, totally. Could uh, be. Girlfriend, boyfriend, yeah. whatever. I don't you know, think it's a girlfriend. Out. All right, I'm hitting play. Illness right. in the United States. Zoo officials say Nadia and six other big cats developed a dry cough, but they are expected to recover. They say the tigers were infected by a zookeeper who didn't have any symptoms. No other animals at the zoo at the zoo rather are showing symptoms. And this infection, of course, raises some new questions over human to animal transmission of COVID-19. Not the testing. And, and by the way, this is what I mean. Like, we don't know yet what we don't know. No. We don't have a lot of information yet. And this is what always bothers me about, oh, I think we're hitting the top of the curve. Did you test everybody? No, but I think we hit the top of the curve. Feels good, though. Feels real good. Feels pretty good. (laughs) We're feeling good. We may need some faith healers. Nancy, not the time to joke about this. What do you think about talking about some other stuff we have no idea what's going to happen? That's the election. No. Um, (laughs) the, uh, The thing that they're trying to float right now is a virtual convention, and uh, your good buddy, my friend Joe Biden, jumped on uh, uh, the Uncle horn. Joe, all right. The convention as well. If are you open to the yes. idea that the, it just may not be possible to do the convention in August? Well, we're going to have to do a convention. May have to do a virtual convention. I don't. I think we should be thinking about that right now. I think he's a big fan of the virtual oh, convention. Yeah, you know why Joe's a fan of the virtual. Con- uh, he, so he doesn't have to leave his underground bunker. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, right now, this is the, best the, for him. This is this. I mean, well, is it? I, I I think it is. It is definitely playing into the other team's hand that Joe uh, can't get out there and can't do the thing. I mean, obviously, uh, Joe's trying to get the the next debate canceled, uh, so that doesn't happen. Uh, even though I know mathematically, I mean, you know, we can talk about that if we want, but you know, I know the whole math uh, for Bernie to 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 pull out one, but. But still, I I, yeah, I think you yeah. know I I think this does play into the hand of well yeah we do it virtually yeah you know then no one has to go anywhere and I think but, he is his strongest he can be the most propped up and Bernie is at his weakest Bernie's also Bernie's remote setup stinks his audio is horrible his lighting's awful Biden's campaign's well, finally got it dialed in well I I would hope so because the last time I watched uh, Bernie was looking good even though he was having some interlaced issues. Yeah, but uh, did you see him on Bill Maher? His audio sucks. Like, it's well, just... you know, I was watching that, and that was the whole video issue where it was interlaced. And I, it, this is somebody who doesn't understand progressive versus interlaced video, and they they screwed it up, yeah. or not screwed it up, or that they hooked up some camera didn't set it up right. And it goes back to quality. Somebody who doesn't know what they don't know. Yeah, but right. but yeah, I think this plays into Biden's hand. It, it really yeah, does. I think so too. And I I think I think the virtual conference, the virtual event plays into Biden's hand. But just but like, like delaying that. things and having another debate plays into Bernie's hand. They're both being political right. here. But do you like that? Do you like having no. a virtual convention? No. No. But 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 Chris, but Chris, you're just being selfish. You're just being traditionalist. I think it's I mean, just I mean, you need to get with the times. I mean, there is no re- you, you know what you're doing right now, Chris? I don't think you realize this. I you are suppressing voters right now. <laughs> you are suppressing the delegates. That, you know, what, what, you know, 
right now, those delegates, you know, they earn that spot to stand on that floor, on that cold, hard convention floor. How dare you give them the opportunity to be at home, safe, <laughs> no, that's you, and remote? <laughs> I, I just think it's such an important, <laughs> such an important uh, decision, and yeah. I, I do question. Uh, Biden's capability. I really think it's an it's a it's a pretty important issue, and I think but, getting him there in person. Yeah. I, I, don't know. I think I think you you need to have something in person that is tangible and real. I think if you do everything virtually, it it, it can open up an argument that some people will be like, "Well, see, you guys are so concerned about hacking and security, yet here you are doing this virtually. How do I know that this can be trusted?" Or blah blah blah. Right, you know, Putin like could that. hack but, that. Well, you know, and it's legit. It is legitimate concerns that some people may have. Especially if they use Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So, okay. So Biden did pretty well on his chat there uh, on ABC. Then he was really kind of closing it up and it just totally goes off the rails. The case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy takes second fiddle way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health that's correct. pretty it's pretty correct rough. the public health that's his argument right there was why we should have the elections still and shouldn't postpone the election so so i so first off i agree i i, I think could we, you even understand what he said no not really uh i mean that's that's uncle joe rambling again uh, I don't. That doesn't sound like somebody rambling. That sounds no. like I had a family member who had Alzheimer's, and that's what they sounded like. I mean, obviously, you know, we we, and this is hindsight twenty twenty, haha. But you know, we you know, you and I, we we've chatted during the course before the show of of the twenty twenty election and the candidates and how they've weeded through. Now we're down to 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 Joe and 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 Bernie, and it's just like, really, neither one of them have great health. I mean, I, I really? feel like we this should is setting have up, uh, a, a very similar scenario. I feel like we should have a blank check to talk about their health. They're going to be the oldest presidents ever. And I think just like we talked about Hillary's health, just like I think we should talk about Trump's health. In fact, I want to play this for you as a reminder. We should still be talking about this. Dr. Bornstein is saying his office was raided by the by the president's former bodyguard. Also, a Trump Organization lawyer and a third, quote, large man who came to collect the president's medical records. He tells NBC News that this supposed raid on his office happened in February of 2017 after he told The New York Times that the president takes the hair loss drug Propecia. The doctor <laughs> used extreme language to describe said raid. Listen. I feel raped. That's how I feel. Raped, frightened, and... Um Sad. And what exactly were they looking for? All his medical records, his pictures, anything they could find. They must have been here for 25 or 30 minutes. We created a lot of chaos. I think that all this is all this should be open for discussion. Yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree. I mean, we've 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 heard, and that's why I think. You know, the vice presidential picks, even though we are not even at the convention yet. Which, you know, I was talking some to some friends of mine. It's like, how how typical is this to have a VP conversation even before the convention? And it doesn't seem proper or appropriate, but that's why it's going to be important who they pick. Yeah, uh, who, well, who, uh, yeah, who, yeah. And, and, and I say they because I fully believe if 
if Pence and I think Pence is being set up to be possibly fall guy. And I, and I've heard this discussed on other shows and other podcasts. So it is not my original idea. And I don't even know who came up with that idea originally, but it also felt like it was kind of pretty blatant when Trump's like, okay, I'm going to put the VP in charge of this. Cause this gives, depending on who the Democrats pick as the VP pick, it gives the option to go, you know what? We're going to take Pence out. We're going to substitute Nikki Haley in, which I think possibly they might be setting up for, or, or uh, maybe maybe a, a shocker, a Gabby Tulsa, maybe. No. Tulsi Gabbard, maybe. No, Pence and Trump maybe. have never been tighter. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Trump depends. was gushing I, I all it, over him just today about what a, what know, a great but, man he is, what a great job oh, he's doing. Well, yeah, he has to. You know, he, he, you got to set up the guy before he takes the test of <laughs> You got to set all him right. up. All right, all right. Well, okay, there's one other thing in the, while we're talking about Biden still that I think we should address, and 300 seems like the place to do it. There is, as you've probably heard, rumors of accusations against Joe Biden about sexual misconduct. Yeah. Well, it seems like it got a lot more credibility today when Alyssa Milano added her voice to the conversation. Ooh. Yeah. I mean. Now, remember, isn't uh, Alyssa Milano a huge Bernie supporter, though? I mean, I, all I know is she's from Who's the Boss. I know. But all I'm, all I'm saying is, you know. It could be a political angle. May yeah. and I I, yeah. I I don't I hope it's not you know I want these things to be fully inve- vetted and investigated uh, as they should be. However, you know when you, when you have people that are fans of certain camps, of course, and they're thinking, well, gee, if this helps knock down Biden and you know gets my guy in there, right, right. Not saying that's her motives. Yeah, just saying that as a possibility. Yeah, this is a clip on a on a radio show she was on. Yep. I, I logged on to Twitter and typically. Yeah. My Twitter experience these days is I go on and I look at what's trending just to see, okay, what it's basically a way of telling me what people are talking about. And right. you were trending. Right. That's, what, that's wh- how I do it too. Yeah. What, ha- what did you do that you were trending? <laughs> um, so it's actually, it's actually quite a serious reason, okay. I think. Um, okay. So I've been, I endorsed Joe Biden. Okay, good. And there have I, been. Oh, swear is Bernie. Oh, okay. I I take that back. I'm sorry. I thought she endorsed Bernie, but maybe she, man, you I know, guess a I was few wrong. people have switched. Sorry. Crap. Been I endorsed Joe Biden. Okay, good. And there have been accusations against Joe um, about sexual uh, about a sexual assault. Right, and people and were saying, "How so, can you do that?" Because so you're... I was. Um, I have not publicly said anything about this. Um, if you remember, it kind of took me a long time to publicly say anything about, about Harvey as well. Uh, because I believe that um, even though we should believe women, and that is an important thing, and what that statement really means is like, you know, for so long, the the go-to has been not to believe them. So this is her this is her reason for coming out now, as she puts it. Um, uh, she did support Bernie in 2016. Ah, ah, that's what I'm thinking. So, do you think this is going to bubble into the mainstream media now that Alyssa Milano's added her voice to this, or do you think they're going to continue to just yep, sweep that one away? Well, I, I think honestly, it it depends on two factors. First off, it should be investigated. Number one, I, d- I don't care what candidate you are. Um, just like with uh, President Trump, all these allegations and everything should be vetted out, and this information should be out there. The you know with with this is it going to be swept under the rug? Well, right now you have a huge lead 
and uh, you know right now hitting all the the, the things in the cycles covid-19 right mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i think this it's it sucks but it still needs to be invest, investigated it shouldn't be swept under the rug hey i bought i i brought in and i i hope you got yours uh, some very special 300 bacon you ready to cut into it mm, yes isn't that, isn't that good hold on hold on wait wait see that see that corner right there that's mm-hmm. curling up <laughs> see that yeah. That now it's time to add a little bit of extra pepper. Just Careful. go ahead and sprinkle. Yep, there could yep. be some COVID on this one. Oh, ow, ow, ow. There we go. Hold on, we get that piece. Yeah. I, I oh, thought that's good. Um, so oh, that's you good. know, with the show, been keeping it to the facts, just been sticking to the news. Yeah. I have um, sort of a view of a lot of these things. Is a lot of people will send in different um, possible conspiracy bacon uh, theories behind COVID nineteen and the coronavirus, and I will often kind of take the approach of. The same approach I have with 9-11 and the JFK assassination and others and sort of doesn't really matter. I mean, I would love to know, but it doesn't really matter because the results of how everything changed since then are what we're going to love, live with. The regardless of the results. Right. Yeah. Re- regardless if it was a conspiracy or not. And yeah. so that's always been my angle. But I thought, you know, for 300, we could throw around a little bacon. Just talk okay. about it. You know. All right. Uh, starting with a real nice one. Uh, I think... Senator Ted Cruz claimed he was self-quarantining to avoid the vote on the stimulus package. I'll play a clip to remind us. Welcome back to CBS This Morning. We have just learned that Texas Republican Ted Cruz is extending his self-quarantine. He says he found out last night that he interacted with a second person who tested positive for the coronavirus. Cruz is the- I think this is a political stunt that he pulled. You know, so, so twofold. What if it's a stunt or not? Brilliant, right? Yeah. I mean, well, no, actually, let me take it back. First off, and, and I, I, I got to back up. Well, I got to be cynical because I got to back up my original statement. You know, I don't wish ill will on Ted Cruz. I, I, you know, I don't want him to have to be gasping for breath on a daily basis and, and needing a you know ventilator or something. You know, no, that would be terrible. And so I don't wish that upon him. So if, if this, first off, if he joked about this and made this up, that's just wrong. And to get out of voting, mm-hmm. this is bad. I think he did, though. That's my. That's my. That's just, I, I got no proof. God, but I just that's yeah. But because you know, honestly, Chris, if you had the proof, if you had the 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 bacon, yeah, if you had the wrapper that went with the bacon, that would that would solidify Texas losing a Senate seat. Maybe that would solidify because nothing would piss off, you know, Republican Texas residents more. True. Than Ted Cruz straight up lying about the virus to get out of voting. <laughs> nothing nothing would piss off Texas residents more. See, this is just my corona conspiracy because I All think right. I think, you know, he's thinking about like years down the road if this thing doesn't go right and people look yeah. at the record of who voted. Of course there was no record, so it ended up being not worth it. But he didn't know at the time there would be no record. Um all right, you ready for Iran's well, conspiracy? Yeah, but before that, where, uh-huh. where's your bacon from, by the way? You never told me where you got it. Oh, no, I snuck no, out in the field it and tastes I, good. I butchered it last night. Yeah, no, it was. It this was is up fresh, all night. like this is local pig. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is Chris Fisher bacon. No, it's, like, my, it's like, my neighbor's pig. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they but don't you, know. But you Hopefully, made, but you, but you made the bacon. Totally, dude. So, so this is Chris Fisher's, yeah. you know, private reserve. That was. I mean, I right. and I dedicated it to Ted Cruz. I got Iran's yeah. bacon for you here. Iran says the supreme leader of Iran says it was the U.S. Army. 
hit countries and the gravity of all of this. It's considered the third after China and Italy. The U.S. offered to send help, but in his Persian New Year or no ruse address to the nation, the Supreme Leader rebuffed the offer. You Americans are suspects of having produced this virus. I do not know how real this accusation is, but when it exists, who in their right minds would trust you to bring them medication? Oh, man, you know what it is. He must be getting his news from... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where he would get his news from that, that would suggest that. I like how... Well, listen how the uh, reporter polishes it off. Yeah. It's great. You know, this, John, after a Chinese government spokesman had suggested that perhaps the U.S. Army had brought the uh, epidemic to Wuhan. Of course, there is a lot yet to be learned about... Basically, it's a China, so, it's a China theory. So, so first off, uh, if you're Iran... And, you know, obviously you have to continue the narrative to your citizens that the United States is evil and, and we're the worst in the world, which I know is a debatable topic in its own right. But when you're on television and you're telling the Iranian people, you have to tell them these things. You have to keep up the image that the United States is evil. And so sure. what better way to continue that narrative than by telling your citizens, hey, it's probably the United States. I will tell you at the end of this what I think is most likely what happened. I, I have been keeping a document. I think I have figured out there's like six kind of primary conspiracy theories as to where COVID came from. And what I have found really impressive about a lot of them is how inclusive of everything modern they are, including cryptocurrency, artificial intelligence, NSA surveillance, one world government, all wrapped up into one big conspiracy bundle with different different kind of narratives, but the one that seems to have clear momentum, because I'm sure you've probably even heard of it, is the 5G theory. Yeah, and for somebody who's been working on that, like, seriously, I've worked on 5G-related activities. It just, it's aggravating from a technological yeah. and scientific perspective. So, I, I mean, I want to be, I want to yeah. be respectful of people's yeah. uh, um, positions on these things because sometimes, you know, you can learn more stuff, but uh, I want to play, I want to play a couple of clips. I've, I think I've got the breakdown for you. Um, and as Alex Jones points out, you're a good buddy. Oh no. <laughs> that it really is. It's a, it's you a conspiracy of the people well, on this one. You know what's driving me crazy right there, Chris? You know, zoom in on that photo right there. Zoom in on that photo. <laughs> you know what's driving me crazy? You know what's driving me crazy? Because <laughs> of the mustache. It's the mustache. Oh, 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 All right, let's talk 5G. I, I did a whole show on this Friday. Four hours. Wait, and four hours? Yeah, four Holy hours. crap, four <laughs> hours? Yeah, yeah. Four wow. hours on it. I know. I know. And he's because you know he's got the documents. And he and he's definitely working from home. No. Wow. No. Old uh, old uh, Alex is definitely in the old uh, Infowars studio. Four hours talking about that. Okay. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. I'll, I'll I'll play a little bit of. Him. We don't have a lot of Alex, but we just have a little bit because. Okay. Um. You know, it's this. Is, listen, this is one of the outlets I've for the changed, information, man. I've I've changed, man. I I I I turn right. I I I'd go I the other way. Right. I I I, just, I know. Wow. All right. Go I ahead. showed Wired magazine, L.A. Times, dozens of big, thick, prestigious studies that it massively increases cancer. But bigger than that, it was it lowers immunity. For again, five G is another type of wireless. All right. So um, what's uh, what is what's really going on here is now. Are you ready? 
I'm ready, ready for this? I'm, 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 I'm waiting. We've got to transition into a whole other reality for this. Here we go. We are now going into the 5G conspiracy. You see, the testing is a cover. The testing is a cover for spreading the virus to hide the fact that it's coming from 5G. What they're doing is spreading it to people via the testing. Sorry to be honest, but that's what's happening. So when you're tested, it gives them an opportunity to contaminate you with the virus because they want to cover up the fact that millions of people will die from the excessive radio frequency, frequency um, radiation. Now, I know you're wondering, who's this guy, right? Who is, is this that guy? Bear Grylls? That sounds like Bear Grylls. <laughs> no, he's the claimed head. He's very vague. But he says he's uh, part of. he was part of Vodafone. I was the head of the largest business unit at Vodafone, their headquarters in Newbury, between 2014, 2013 through 2015. So he's so the head of Vodafone. three years? Yeah. So he was yeah. there for three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. Three years. Here's the idea, is that the 5G signals, and I'm going to play his, his description. This is the longest yeah. bit, but I think, it's a, I think we got to give it... I mean, you know who you're talking to, right? Yeah, we're, we're okay. going to get there. We'll pause okay. it. There All are right. clear technical errors, and we'll pause it, and we'll, we'll break them down. Okay. So we'll play it, and we'll, we'll take a couple of breaks and explain. Um, I was privy to a number of the new technologies that were coming down the pipe that was going to be implemented, namely the Internet of Things and secondly, the 5G technology. I knew a long time ago that 5G was dangerous, but I didn't understand the correlation with the coronavirus, which I now do. And I want. All right. So he knew 5G was dangerous. He doesn't say why. To be able to explain that to you. So what is happening? Um, there is a deliberate strategy to roll out 5G, which is the fifth generation internet um, radio spectrum frequencies that enable mobile phones, smartphones and all devices to function on a much faster processing ability. I'm a little concerned that if he's supposedly such an expert that he, he's he's intermingling frequencies right. and, and and the word processing is not correct there so so people 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 a lot of you people out there have you know rabbit ears you watch television okay you know uh, some people are cord cutters and they only get their their local television from from uh, an antenna on their house or they got one of those stick up in- antennas but basically in a nutshell uh past few years okay there's been these auctions these radio frequencies auctions because these television channels that uh, are on the UHF spectrum, like in the 600 megahertz range, uh, where those frequencies were resold because thanks to digital technology, they were able to compact more digital stations to lower frequencies. And so they took these UHF frequencies that used to have television, okay? They used to be used for television and no one got sick, okay? No No one got viruses or any of this stuff. Uh, TV stations were broadcasting, and they resold those frequencies to cellular companies like T-Mobile in my area, and they're broadcasting their 5G signal on those frequencies. There's that's it. There's there's no. Uh, it just it boggles my mind. It, it, it's it, and and that's why the 5G technology is so attractive to a lot of thing a lot of people out there because you know you can get a te- television signal. Uh, relatively easy uh you know with just a little wire coming out or what have you and with them able to retransmit that signal on all of their uh tower sites the reception for for these higher speeds is going to be a lot easier to get people don't 
are not familiar with that because they were not necessarily around anymore when television no, started it, broadcasting. But, it, but it, 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 you I know, know, there are some great people like Curiosity Stream and half of his half his industry uh, interesting on YouTube. Uh, they make some great, uh, d- you know, documentary style informational pieces about this stuff. And it, Chase, it always, uh, Chase, I know, Chase. I know. Mommy needs me. a joint. All right. Now uh, yeah, we, you're right. Now we're going right. to stick with it because we still haven't explained how 5G makes people sick. And so, we're, yeah, I know. Uh, Please get there. All right. Yes. And with the introduction of AI and artificial intelligence and the Internet of Things where all devices will be connected. So whether it's your car, whether it's your phone, whether it's your fridge, refrigerator, whether it's your electricity in your house, it's all going to be on a smart now, I want to pause here just for a second because this is something that Alex Jones gets wrong. It's something that the YouTube people get wrong. It's something that the presenter gets wrong. People think and assume that 5G antennas are being installed in individual rooms and classrooms and buildings, that 5G antennas are being installed indoors. But that's that's illogical. That's, what, that's where Wi-Fi operates. You use Wi-Fi indoors. That connects up to a central router, which then would connect to the 5G network. So the internal now you could have internal devices on 5G absolutely cell phones IoT devices sure but it would be significantly less resources battery CPU overall cost I mean we're talking fundamentally less cost if they yeah. just used Wi-Fi so like the theory that IoT means the reign of 5G um, that's kind of no, nonsensical no it's very nonsensical now now that that being said we've already heard announcements of uh, some. Uh uh, future proofing of Wi-Fi and some newer uh, frequency ranges that are going to be opened up in that space, which is much needed, uh, and definitely because you know we've seen the saturation in our current spectrums now, and that, I mean, this stuff is thoroughly tested, people. Well, also I mean, to your point though, uh, yeah. why the other reason why Wi-Fi I think would be necessary indoors is because at the five gigahertz and two gigahertz range, it can get through walls. The problem yeah. with 5G is it's operating at a much higher frequency, a much, yeah. much, much higher number. And those numbers, when you get higher, when you start getting above even five gigahertz, yeah. it doesn't transmit through walls. No, but and, and that's and that's why it goes back to the whole TV reception thing. Where if you think back to you know TVs, where you know you put the wire up, maybe you can make out the reception. I remember uh, my get, family used to have a big old thing up on the on the roof, a big old metal. Yeah, big metal antenna, and, yeah. and that's the thing where. And the reason why you had to have a big antenna is because back in the day, there were typically only one major transmitter site, and that was in the center of town or wherever their transmitter was, usually on a high mountain somewhere. But with cellular companies, they're able to take the frequency spectrum that they won at auction and then basically put it on every one of their cell towers and act as repeaters to extend their signals. So what you used to use a big antenna on top of your house to get, you can get with a paperclip-sized antenna. Or yeah, something in your pocket. Right. Now, and so the problem not, is this is yeah. though, though this plays into the theory. So I want to play a little more yeah. because the idea is because these are closer, because they're blasting more, they're more dangerous. So I want to continue yeah. it a little bit more. Effectively a type of matrix, unfortunately. Sorry to use that term. So what is happening is that this technology has to be rolled out globally. My company that I used to work for and the, as they're running their largest worldwide business unit, um, is Vodafone. Vodafone are in partnership with Huawei or Huawei, whatever you call them, a Chinese telecoms company. It seems like somebody who worked for Vodafone would know how to say Huawei. Yeah, and and this is why I wonder. It's like, all right, dude, 
Yeah. You know, He's getting radio frequency and radiation mixed up constantly. He's get, He doesn't know how to say Huawei. All right, let me continue on. We're almost yeah. done. I know it's... Yeah. it's the phone sorry. are in partnership with Huawei or Huawei, whatever you call them, a Chinese telecoms company. And they have been rolling out systematic 5G implementation in multiple locations. What's the relevance? The frequency that they're using, and I also ran a telecoms company back in 2010 through to 2013, 14. Some of you will be aware. They're specialized in radio spectrum that we this is the ability to take external signals from satellites into buildings. Um, and so that the frequency that you experience in power on your phone is the same in the building as it is outside of the building. When mobile networks were created initially, they thought people will be on the road all the time, hence why they were called mobile phones. But actually what happened is people used their mobile phones in buildings and the signal wasn't strong enough to, pen to penetrate buildings. That's called radio spectrum. And then <laughs> That's not called radio spectrum, and they don't come from satellites, but continuing on... Um, megahertz frequencies etc so the uh -huh. 5g frequency is a very high frequency very okay. very very high frequency uh -huh. it is just below the classification of a weapon uh, and i'll tell you why the frequency wait that they wait chris yeah chris some people would classify television as a weapon <laughs> but um bump i'm i'm serious that's I'm true just, uh, just saying that's true well also like it 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 the the thing that it's hard to appreciate about radio spectrums too is it matters if you're putting a thousand watts into it versus two hundred milliamps, right? It, it, it absolutely because I mean, and this is and this is where I I think this is why to me it's all bull because right now, say for you know take for example my television station, uh, I believe we are broadcasting at nine hundred and. 50 watts, I believe. I could be dead wrong, or maybe it's a kilowatt. But in any event, uh, it's it, that's coming from one place, one transmitting antenna, okay? They, they would not even, T-Mobile taking them as the example, they would not need to put 1,000 watts of power at every one of their cellular cell sites. It's they wouldn't have to do that. It would be, not only would it be uneconomical, but to bring that much power oh. in, there is intense amounts of equipment that need maintenance. Oh. Oh yeah, absolutely. So no, I mean they would be running it at a fraction of that because they because of course they already have the cellular towers all over. They have their network. And so this is why to me well, go ahead and continue. But yeah, I mean okay. the guy the way the way he yeah. talks, it's like he's throwing terms together I think to help the audience who's not tech savvy. He's trying to use dumb dumb speak. Maybe, but it sounds like he doesn't understand the words too sometimes. Yeah, but, fair enough. Yeah of a weapon uh, and I'll tell you why the frequency that they're using which is 10 times faster than 4G unfortunately when it comes into connection with human bodies causes cell poisoning cell poisoning so our bodies try to fight the radiation that is in the form of cell poisoning because of this frequency it is effectively radiation and what happens is our bodies uh, kick out the toxicity or toxins with some pro proteins and some DNA, RNA from our cells in the form of a chemical which is called a virus. And most diseases are excretions from cells that we
we are trying to pull out of our body or push out of our body and it will head towards orifices to be excreted or um, expunged out of our body so our noses or our mouths so you can understand the picture i'm painting so what's happening it's sorry scary. for the detail but this is going to take a bit of time what is happening is that um 5g the frequency and the power which is 10 times more powerful than 4g is reacting adversely with human cells causing cells in our bodies to be poisoned where's toxic, this Chris? And our- yeah where's his scientific basis on this I mean, uh, he worked at I mean, vodafone granted, he worked at vodafone i mean i, mean, I will i will i mean i, I thought he worked he's got evidence do you want to hear the evidence i could skip yeah. ahead Here's yeah, his, I, I got evidence. I'll play yeah, this. Okay. So All right. what is happening is not the coronavirus. It is a virus that is being produced by cell poisoning. And therefore, the virus that we have is really a measure or indication of our cells excreting toxins. All right. All right. This all is right, what's all right, killing all right, people. All right, all right, he hasn't gotten right, to the evidence okay. yet. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. He haven't even heard the evidence. <sighs> He's got the documents, Chase. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead. All right, it's, I, I, it's I, not much longer. This is the well, last clip. I, this will be the last thing I say. Then uh, I won't interrupt. But I mean, sure. If you if you have high powered, high, you know, high powered, high frequency output at, at something, absolutely, that's not good for anybody. Totally, totally understand with that. That being said, the the, the thing is that first off. It's not just the act of transmitting. You have to receive it as well. And the most people, especially probably your 70 or 80-year-old people that are getting infected and really getting hurt with this disease, I doubt that they have 5G phones. So I doubt they're even receiving. You just got to be near it. You got to be near it. Yeah. 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 And and digital reception, by the way, on 5G is, I mean, yes, it's building penetrated, but it's not as good as what you think. So... That yeah, being I mean, said, you could have, yeah, okay. Yeah, All right, well, yeah. so here's, but okay, but here's the clincher, Chase. This is what yeah. seals the deal. You ready? So let me give you some facts that will hopefully make this compelling. Facts, Chase, here we go. Facts, All right, here we so, go. One of the first cities that Vodafone, Highway, and some of the other technology companies ro- rolled out the ubiquitous blanket 5G. Blanket 5G, Chase. Do you blanket. Know what, do you know where one of the first places? First place to have blanket 5G was? Blanket. You no. ready? What? It was like, Guess where it was? Wuhan. Ah-ha-ha! Uh, ah Gotcha now! China, uh, where this coronavirus was supposedly meant to start in some fish market. Ha! Now it's got... Sup- supposedly meant to start. Okay, not in a wet market. Got it. Okay. Not where disease has already come from those markets before, and they already have scientific evidence to go back 20, 30, 40, 50 years, but got it. Okay. You know, know. you well, know, though, though, yeah, yeah. though, you, you, now, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Coronavirus Conspiracy, because like I said, I feel yeah. like uh, whatever happened- We're not experts. And, We're not experts. And, and whatever happened, happened, well, now we deal with the, the, the reality of it. That's, yeah, yeah. I truly think that. However, that said- and I linked to it last episode in unfilter.show slash 299. Um, there is a, a bit of an odd situation in Wuhan. There is a lab that was studying the coronavirus and um, had job openings just a few months ago and kind of things like that, all about studying uh, these types of uh, transmissions from bats to humans around the coronavirus and um, to see, you know, to try to create with uh, an anal- it's the job description says analyze the SARS COVID-2 genome to indicate a single spillover event. Um, 
essentially trying to figure out if they could reproduce it and then come up with preemptive cures because, like you said, it has happened before. And so there was a lab somewhere in that area. There was a gal who worked at that lab who supposedly got sick and was patient zero, but the Chinese government has gone through retroactively and removed all mention of her on different websites. So it's hard to kind of know. So maybe something happened there. The uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology Lab of Diagnostic Microbiology is what it was called. And um, it's been going for a while, since about 2012. It looks like this gal joined and started working there. Um, and maybe I mean, there's something there. Who knows? I mean, first off, I, 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 won't, I won't crap on everything because obviously I'm not a 100%. I did not go to, you know, scientific schools and accredited universities and learn about RF technology. I mean, I've, I've learned a lot through what I do, but I'm by no means a, you know, a licensed, you know, scientific expert in, in this, in, in that arena. Uh, and, and that being said, you know, uh, the other thing to, to consider is the information that we're getting out of China. Obviously look at the source, look at the controlling nature of the government. And so it's, it's very suspect when sometimes we feel like we don't get clean and, and legit information. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard. You know, it's there's hard. it. So here's something. This was on Fox, but I actually just I couldn't I couldn't I usually want to punch this guy in the face. Uh, yeah, Gutfield, I think his name is Gutfield. Is that right? The the guy with the punchable face. But he makes a really good point in uh, in this clip. Right now we're prepping for a huge battle, but it's not the one you think. It's over who was right about the pandemic if the outcome turns out to be less devastating than predicted. The opinion verse will fall once again into a prison of two ideas. Either the outcome was less calamitous thanks to our hygiene and distancing efforts or the outcomes were less devastating because the threat was oversold. If you don't believe me, doctors still argue over how they subdued the SARS outbreak from 18 years ago. Some credit public health practices. Others say SARS just wasn't as destructive as they thought. The answer to this is probably a mix of both, but that shouldn't matter now because we're still in the thick of it. And it's better to be wrong in your overestimation than in your underestimation, because that meant good news. And maybe the overconcern helped create the better news that allows you to be mocked for the overconcern. Do you follow? I I actually do. I've heard this argument. I take this point. I've heard this argument before. Now, when was this? uh, When did you pull that clip? Mm, Survey says today. Oh, that's from today. So so it's a repeating of of that narrative. Because I've 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 heard it. I've I've heard uh, uh, other other channels go. You know, well, you know, yeah. Some people may balk that you know we're you know these lockdown conditions, but if we're able to flatten the curve and have fewer people get infected, and you know, and then you know some, someone goes, well, yeah, it's because it's not as as uh, as severe, but the it's back to the science and back to the numbers. And someone has already done comparisons between COVID nineteen and say the common flu, um, and there's been. Like at least in our local area, far more COVID nineteen deaths versus uh you know the standard flu deaths, and that's obviously because of no vaccine and a lot of people staying home. So, yeah, yeah I, I just my point is I think they will always be arguing. You know, there'll always be arguments as, as that's to a what- point that honestly is it's a stupid argument because I I think I think what should really honestly dictate this kind of situation is we have a thing that we don't know about. A thing, this virus thing that, you know, we're learning, we're crunching, we're doing our folding at home, we're doing all these things to help out. But at the end of the day, we're not 100% because if we were 100%, we would have a vaccine by now, right? 
Yeah. And, and, and so at, you know at what, the time, though? we're trying to do our best. We're just trying to do our best. Chase, I, I, don't, need a, I don't need a vaccine. I'm covered in Jesus' blood. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I heard because that. I'm covered in his blood. Thank you very much. <laughs> Some people just don't care. All right, you want to do a couple of fun things before we get out of here? Yeah, man, let's do that. Did you see that, uh, did you see that Joe Biden has a podcast? I grabbed a clip for you. Hey, Team Biden, it's Joe, and I'm sitting here in Wilmington, Delaware, and it's a scary time. A lot of people out there are confused. Uh, Things are changing every day. Every- what do Chris, you think of that? Chris, I asked you not to add music to that. Joe, <laughs> Joe's, why'd, you add, why'd you add this like they're, uplifting music They're covering to that the clip? jump cuts. They're Wait, co- you, you didn't? You didn't do that? Nope. Nope. That's it's I, heavily. I, swear, I thought that was like, you know, you you were doing some extra producing this weekend, getting ready for the show. <laughs> episode three hundred. Broke out the old keyboard. Broke out the keyboard and that wasn't you. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I'm disappointed. Yeah, sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, Who's could- Joe trying to reach? I mean, wh- I mean, the, kids, the same it, the same people j- j- that Fallon's trying to, I guess. So Gen Xers, okay, Gen <laughs> Xers. So by the way, big we're props, not kids. <laughs> big props, by the way. Yeah, and you know what? I know there's a lot of people from all age groups in our chat, and you know, I I appreciate all you guys. You guys are great, and it's good to be back. But Gen Xers, when it comes to this COVID nineteen coronavirus situation, more often than not, have been awesome because you know they see what's going on here. And they're like, you know what? We're going to hunker down. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. We're, we're cool. We're not going to panic. We're okay. Joe, on the other hand, is trying to do this uplifting. Who's his target? Because it's not it's not the Gen Xers. It's not the ones who's got it. it is it the, the older people that try to help calm them down with his soothing voice and beautiful piano music in the background? Is, is that who he's going uh, for? I don't think so. I think it's just like, it's trying to be like, here's Joe Biden using one of the many digital tools to reach people because he can't go out hey, and campaign. I'm Joe. Hey, Team Biden. The thing is, I'll play a little more of it, I didn't too. even hear Biden. It, didn't, it almost sounded like he didn't even say his name right. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Because no, he, hey, no, he says, hey, Team Biden. Here, I'll play. I know, but the, yeah. it sounded like his words were slurred a little. Hey, Team Biden, it's Joe, and I'm sitting See, here he in just, Wilmington, Delaware. He doesn't even pause. He just, he just bullies right through the wall. They've cut all of the spaces out. That's why they put music underneath it. If you listen for, as it goes oh. a little bit with your editor's ear, you'll hear the cuts. It's a scary time. A lot of people out there are confused. Things are changing every day, every hour. So I wanted to have this conversation with you uh, now, if we could. Oh Why my am I God! Doing this? Well, that first, was worse. So we can keep talking with each other, and we can't hold rallies anymore. But we're not gathering in large public spaces. We're living in a new normal. But I want you to know that I'm with you. I'm on your side, and we're going to get through this together as a country. And uh, the second reason is, I think this. They just cut it all down. They cut it all well, down. Well, I mean, you can hear when his voice changes. I think the reason why, because they had a, he had multiple takes. Oh, for sure. I mean. Wow. Yeah. That's sure. not good. No. And the music's terrible. It's like this inspira this is a podcast? Yeah. Is it a podcast or is it the, like so it's a, is, it's is a this podcast. Joe Biden Joe Biden the inspirational speaker? They've only released coming to a theater near you. When I check so far it's only been one episode, but they're doing it as a podcast. One episode. Yeah. So they could say they're doing a podcast. Do you want you know what the, you want to hear the name? It's, it's called Here's the Deal. Here's the Deal. That's the name. Here's the Deal. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I thought it was going to be I'm an Obama Biden Democrat podcast. Yeah. All right. So you okay? So uh, that's you said, Biden. That's okay. Biden. Yeah. All right. That's Biden. Well, you yeah. know what? Hey, good for Joe for doing a podcast. You know, I hear all the kids are doing it these days, 
I got, uh, but I got, I got a topper for you. This is an end of show clip. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. This is, this is one to go out on. You hopefully you've seen this one because it's one for the records. This is your good buddy. My friend. The president of the United States, Donald Trump. Hundreds of thousands of people are going to die. You know what I want to do? I want to come way under the models. The professionals did the models. I was never involved in a model, but at least this kind of a model. Yes. <laughs> models. I was never involved in a model, but at least this kind of a model. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're if you had a camera on me right now. Uh, I w- you would be seeing me take my right hand and place it over my eyes. And then I realized, crap, I shouldn't be touching my face right now <laughs> because I'm face palming so hard. You know what's remarkable? Because so I've, har- I've watched so this hard. 30 times and I still find it hilarious. Pence doesn't even blink in the background. Well, because mother doesn't allow him to. I want to do, I want to come way under the models. The professionals did the models. I was never involved in a model. But and he does the he does the 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 arm motion thing. <laughs> he does he's like the shape of a model, was, like a body. I was I was only involved in drawing the model of the hurricane to include Georgia. That's about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. I at least not this uh, kind of a model. Chris, where people can find you. Uh, you know what? Find me at chrislast.com. Chrislast.com, right. new site. What about you? Wow, new site. Well, I, I don't have a new site, but I do have a new old Twitter, at Nunes on Twitter, N-U-N-E-S. And if you want to see my gaming antics, since you're on Twitch now, just come over to Geek Gamer TV on Twitch as well. Follow the channel and uh, hang out as I play games and make fun of myself and nice. all that fun stuff. Yeah, that, man. That sounds like uh, some nice... Uh some nice stream watching because I enjoy making yeah. fun of you too and watching games. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I was, I was doing some uh, American Truck Simulator the other day, a lot of fun on the open road, having a couple of shots and some good times driving. Well, we are. So are we officially? Yeah, we're getting things spun up. Yes. Yeah. Spun yeah up so we need rebooted. to. We'll really, you know, what we got to do is we got to get, like, we got to get an announcement. We got to get everything figured out. We're still getting everything yeah. figured out, but we got to yeah. get. We'll let people know when we Legalities. do have it figured out. And Legalities. then we got to get the patron fire back up. We got to let people yeah. know we get that going. New goals, new things to achieve, and new dreams. Because to it's a, not to like acquire. part of it is because I'm just doing this in my spare time. You're doing it in your spare time, but we want to build it so it's sustainable and long term. Right. The most recent stuff probably is just going to be in the Discord, unfiltered.show/discord, because that's where we're talking about stuff. Yep. As it we'll as it kind of comes together, yeah. And then of course we'll announce it in the show, but also unfiltered.show slash subscribe so you just get every episode as it comes out right there get it delivered to your personal confusing device all right buddy it's good to hang out with you yeah you too man it's been great all right everybody well thanks so much for tuning to the unfiltered program unfiltered.show slash 300 for links to the thingsies we talked about todaysies and also the twitch archive for the video version of this we'll see you back here soon yeah see ya Sound like you're on heroin or something. What?